I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to our weekly podcast here on the 90th Minute Podcast channel on YouTube as well as Spotify, Apple, any other streaming platforms. Yeah. If you're listening on uh, audio apps, thank you for listening. We yeah, do appreciate your do. time. Your time is money. It's valuable to it us. Is, thank you is. so much. Yes, that is Wazinho. Yeah. We got Greg. Hello, hello. And I am Liam. Our weekly podcast, like I said, here on YouTube and the platforms. Three weeks in a row now. We're, we're getting back to consistency, we baby. Are, Let's are. go. And hopefully, so. hopefully some YouTube videos on the main channel as well. Fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. But topic to start off the podcast well, today. And, and, since we're talking about consistency, I guess you can say we're as consistent as Cesar Azpilicueta. Why Cesar Ezbilicueta? Because he becomes the first and only Chelsea player to do a clean sweep for the club in terms, of, I think, winning every trophy available. But that, but no, because he doesn't win every single season in the Premier League. That's available trophy. No, but he's now won like every he's won every, every, every final. Yeah, every trophy available. Mm. Yeah, so I think now Premier League, Champions League, FA Cup. Oh, I know what you say. Okay. Yeah, he's won, oh, yeah. He's won every yeah. available Everything. trophy. So, okay, but but oh, what I was gonna say was Chelsea are officially the best team in the world. They are club World Cup champions. I'm as of like ten minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, even though they've been struggling a little bit. In the Premier League, and even in the final, they made a little bit of tough work about it from Palmeiras. But uh, about Palmeiras didn't win. Just, just because it would have been nice to see a club not outside of Europe win the Club World Cup. I don't. I, last time I think we saw that was maybe against Chelsea back in two thousand. I think it was thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. I think you gotta move your mic a little bit because you're all red. Oh, am I? Yeah, you should be good there. Sorry, Lucas. <laughs> but yes, Club World Cup has finished. Uh, can we get a scoreline on that one, Wazinho? Um. Let's see. I have a was it two one? Was I? Don't, I'm trying to find. <laughs> We're on Club We're, World yeah. Cup. It ended two one yeah. today against Palmeiras. In extra time, yeah. In extra time. So what happened? Let's break it down. Romelu Lukaku opened the score in the 55th minute before Rafael Vega scored in the 64th through a penalty. The 90 minutes goes. Kai Havertz scores in extra time through a penalty. Before a red card was given out in extra time to Luan of Palmeiras, it ends two-one. Yeah. Good result for Chelsea. I, I mean, mean they're, that's another trophy. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. get the, the the fancy badge on their uh, on their yeah, uh, yeah. kit now, which I like. I mean, it's one of those ones so. that you always expect the European team to win. Yeah, um, 
but you know, it, there has been upsets in the past. Like you said, the Chelsea, the one time. Um, but you know, fair enough. Chelsea have, are actually a very interesting team. I mean, you, you go through like the whole Lukaku situation, the injuries that have occurred. Then you go into just the the lack of goal scoring, the lack of of, of free flowing attack. Like, that yeah, seems they don't to have. Suffer. It seems like they have a lot of goal scoring in many different places, and mm-hmm. it's all around. It's not like you got like those few players who are just scoring all your goals. And sometimes that can be an issue. Yeah. Sometimes it's good, but if your main goal scores aren't scoring, you're not going to get depth goal scoring from mm-hmm. your I mean, defenders I, like Reese James, of course, not yeah. playing. But well, yeah. I, I say that they have been struggling Premier League. They are still third. They are still in a good spot. I mean, seven points above fourth place West Ham, only four points below Liverpool. So they're still in the title race for sure. I don't see them overtaking Liverpool and then mm-hmm. overtaking City. I don't see it, but they are still in that title race. But uh, So, yeah, the last team to win the Club World Cup outside of a European team was Corinthians in 2012 mm. against Chelsea. Yeah. So, which is interesting because there's been a few Brazilian teams that have won this trophy over the years. Uh, Sao Paulo, Corinthians, Internacional. But aside from that, you don't see really any other clubs outside from Europe win it. No, it's very no, rare. It's, it's usually a Brazilian rare. side. Yeah. Um, we talk about... Well, we'll get into the Manchester United discussion because that's a big thing. We talk about managers. Thomas Tuchel got nothing but praise last time when he when, last season when he came into Chelsea after Frank Lampard was sacked, turned the team around, won the Champions League. What an incredible job he did this season! Maybe things are not as rosy for for Thomas Tuchel. I mean, you had the whole Lukaku situation, mm. how he re, how how Tuchel handled that, reacted to that by by leaving him out of the match day squad. I don't see Thomas Tuchel getting the sack anytime soon. But then again, it is Chelsea, and things can change in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been smooth sailing. It for hasn't Chelsea. been. It hasn't been. But even though they are third, you know that's the thing. Third place in the Premier League. They're yeah. in the champion round of sixteen in the Champions League. Like they're in the Carabao Cup final. Yep. Like if they can, they're, win. They're, they can still I, go I on think, and be winning all these. I teams. think they will get third place in the Premier League. Premier they should. Yeah. They should. I think. I don't think. I, mean, I think that's something we should definitely talk about right after this. Just the Premier League right now in general. Yeah, we can talk about we it. We can move into right now if you want. The top four race in the Premier League is. Well, it's is interesting because I'm still surprised to see Manchester United in the race for top four <laughs> with how abysmal their performances have been. So really, I mean, if you break it down, I think City, Manchester City, and Liverpool first, second. I think those two are kind of like a yeah. little bit of a gap. They're there. They said Chelsea third, forty-seven. West Ham fourth, forty points. Manchester United fifth. 40 Arsenal 639 Spurs 7th on 36 and then Wolves in 8th on 34 it's like a big fight for 4th place right now is kind of how, how yeah. I West Ham in 4th though it's just kind of funny to see. West Ham have been alright though I mean they've had a couple bumps in the road especially recently um, so like all those teams yeah. yeah and I guess it's a question to you the listeners or viewers who will get fourth place in the yeah. Premier League. Let us know in the comments below how you think this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Man United? Will it be Arsenal? Will it be West Ham or somebody else? You look on paper, it should be United. It should be United. The, yes. The team that you have, United should be in a top four. You finished second last season and you did nothing but strengthen your squad. 100%. You should be in the top four. West Ham, do they have the legs to, to finish out the rest of the season and finish top four? Time will tell. We'll see. I think Would they that, do. I think they have a bit of energy behind but I mean, If West Ham finished fourth place, sorry to cut you off. If West Ham finished fourth place, 
Does Declan Rice stay and play for Champions League next season? It depends who offers for him. I, I does United launch a hundred million pound offer for Declan Rice and he goes? I don't know. Man. I'll triple my wages overnight, kind of thing. I guess it'll does, depend. Does Chelsea go for him? Maybe yeah. you know he 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 would love to play for Chelsea. I think. And you know if United do want fourth place, they need more consistent results and performances. I mean, I looked at looked a few here. Of course, today while we're recording, they drew Southampton one one. Before mm-hmm. that, they drew Burnley one one. Who yeah. what bottom of the table? Yep, bottom table. Burnley. And then of course, and they beat West Ham in the Premier League. Brentford drew Villa, beat Villa. Just very weird, inconsistent results throughout the last couple of months. And you you can tell Ralph Ragnick is he's got a job on his well, plate what, right what, now. What, what I yeah. think is is so telling about how far away Manchester United mm-hmm. are from the top four. Manchester City have conceded 14 goals all yeah. season. Liverpool have conceded 19. Chelsea considered, conceded 18. Manchester United have conceded 32. <laughs> Almost double. That yeah. shows right there the levels behind you are, especially defensively and, and, mm. and in the midfield, conceding. And, and really, I don't think much of the fault goes to David De Gea. I think David De Gea has had a great season, actually. I, I, I actually really like David De Gea this year. I, I think David De Gea has... Arguably been Manchester United's best player, maybe next to Ronaldo. I'm trying to think who else, maybe just maybe not in the back of my mind right now. But I mean, but goal scoring wise, again I say City scored 61, Liverpool 60, Chelsea 48, United 38. You're not scoring, and you're letting in more. I found this very. You want you want to hear something about Harry Maguire? Mm. Zero trophies, four relegations, zero percent win rate in finals. 20% win rate in the 10 semifinals. 18 goals conceded and two own goals in semifinals. Zero CL knockout appearances. 80 million pounds. It shocks me that he's made it to this level of football. Because yeah, you, watch, you, you a... watch him play. And sure, he has qualities. He's a big body. He's able to win most of his aerial duels. He's able to make a tackle. But the inconsistencies, the, the, the inability to pass, he's so slow, especially on the turn. It, it's crazy how that gets through level after level after level of football and, and make it to the Premier League and then make it to an 80 million transfer to Manchester United. How does that happen? I, I, I watch him play and I go, he yeah. looks like... You had a good season mm, at Leicester. And then... He looks like... He looks like he looks like a banter Phil Jones. And that's so rude to, to say that to Phil Jones because Phil Jones has had a great career over. over so he's made his mistakes, don't get me yeah, wrong. But, but he's injuries had a great have career, really hurt him, you know, right? And I want to say, I think the big issue with Harry Maguire, I think it comes down to the pressure from the fans in the stadium with all those eyes looking upon him. I think he has a lot of that pressure on him. He feels it. While I felt he actually played pretty well when there weren't any fans in the stadium during the COVID pandemic, right? With England when people were behind the team? Essentially, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I kind of noticed that because, like I said, when games were pl- being played without fans, I thought Harry Maguire was playing pretty well. I thought he was able to move the ball forward pretty well. He was good physically. He wasn't, you know making as many mistakes as he is now. And I feel that's partly due maybe because of the pressure of so many people watching him. I think that does get under his skin. I think mentally he's just not built for that. And I, I know at Leicester, he had people watching him, Hall City, whatever, but Matches Night is a different level. It is, it is. You know, yeah. when, when you're expected to, 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 to challenge for the title, it is different, especially when you're wearing the captain's armband. Yeah. Maybe Harry Maguire needs captaincy taken away 
a little bit of you know, give him a little bit of a time off. Get him, let him get back mentally. You, you gave Jesse Lingard a, a time off, even like he didn't yeah. want it. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe McGuire needs some time. But then again, you have no one to replace him with. You know, you who could you put? You have Varan, you have yeah. Lindelof or Bailly, and now, and they're so injury at the moment. You know, and this you can't. is what uh, Ragnick said after the game. We have to be realistic and face the situation we are in right now. With games and results like today, we will struggle to finish fourth. And at the end of the season, we have a lot. We have to be a lot more lethal, robust, and decisive to reward ourselves in games like this. Mm-hmm. He's right now, and I mean, not to take all the blame on Manchester yeah. United, but you got to give some praise to Southampton. Yes. They've two, had yeah. some good two results. good results yeah. in a row. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. You're a Fulham supporter. Yeah. Would you want Harry Maguire on your team? I would take Harry Maguire at Fulham, yeah. You sure if he's changed? I would assume he is. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we, okay. we've, we have Tim Reams. So. Tim Reem. But so no, you said Tim Reem? Tim Reem, the American. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tim Reem. The, the one, uh, the, oh, Winston Reed. No, Winston I'm, Reed. I'm no, well, Manchester United, so yeah, 1 1 draw against Southampton. Now, starting the lineup. De Gea, Net, Shaw, Maguire, Varane, yeah. Diego Dallo, McTominay, and Pogba in the midfield, and then Sancho, Fernandez, mm-hmm. uh, Rashford, and Ronaldo. That's a fantastic team. That's a team that should challenge for Premier League. Yep. You have so much quality through Rafael Varane. You have so much quality through Pogba, Fernandez, Rashford, Sancho, Ronaldo. It's a superstar lineup, and it just doesn't work. It just doesn't score goals. It's conceding goals. Is it system? Is it Ralph Ragnick? Is it behind the scenes? Like, lots like, of stuff going on we don't know. So, Ragnick says this about the team. Uh, this is actually in regards to team stamina. There was not much time to improve on wor- and work on that in training. Whether we have played so far... No. He says, whenever we have played so far, I don't see any fitness issues. It's more of an issue of being aggressive as a team. So I mean, if they have fitness issues, that's shocking. Your Manchester, and this United. is what uh, their uh, Hassan Hudel said about United uh, weaknesses after the draw today. It's no big secret that when they lose the ball, their reverse gear is not so good. Um, mm-hmm. Rest defense. How it how a team gets into a compact shape and defend losing the ball will be a big thing in the coming game. Yeah, a body's behind the ball. Mm-hmm. So Manchester. So what basically we're saying is Manchester United is not tracking back and not getting into a defensive shape well, quick enough. That also goes in mind of them not having a proper CDM actually yeah. to control the control midfield. Back. Yeah. yeah, you I mean, lose the ball, he's the first one back trying to get that ball back and everything. And then I think Ronaldo now in 2022, he's yet to have an assist or a goal. Is his longest that, streak of his career. Yeah, it is. It is. So that's kind of telling. It, it says a lot about Christian Ronaldo, first uh, yeah. off. That and I don't want to stick ever. too much on United because talk about, how about Arsenal in that top four race? I think, do you think they can make it? They're still there. Arsenal have struggled recently. Hmm. Uh, and yeah. I mean, we're not through the week. We're on Saturday only still. So Last results, uh, if we go through Arsenal's uh, last few results here, they did get that 1-0 victory over Wolves. They got the win. Mm-hmm. There was a red card for Gabriel Martinelli. Another red card. I think it was four in the last six games, I want to say. Yeah. Then you go back further. They got a 2-0 victory. Sorry. Hold on. They got a 0-0 draw against Burnley. Then they lost 2-1 versus City. And then they, they smacked up Norwich 5-0. So, they can... <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think Arsenal's ever going to beat City. They're not on that level. I don't no. think anyone's really going to beat City, City honestly. Right. And Burnley. You know, Burnley, maybe maybe we're <laughs> underrating Burnley. Two nil-nil draws. 
You have to say that's okay by Burnley standards, oh. you know. They need, to, they need to get some wins though, or else they're oh, not. Yeah, they need some points. You need to, you need to actually try and get a win. And I mean, another team you really want to talk about is Brighton. How good of a seat? Yeah, they're only, ninth. They've only lost four times. Yeah, that's actually insane considering <coughs> yeah, the 20. quality in the Premier League. Only losing four times, and how many? What? How many games are we in? Like twenty? They're they're on twenty three. So they, exactly. they have, have yeah, twenty three games played, thirty three points. Uh, credit to Brighton, you know, I, I like the way they play. I like some of their players. So they're, they're always, they've always been a fun team to kind of watch. Credit to Wolves, too, though. Wolves are a Yeah, they're a bit yeah. of a resurgence. I think a lot of people doubted them at times. Well, I mean, really, you look at Wolves statistically, they've only scored 19 goals all season, but they've only conceded 17. Yeah. So, you know, they've been very tight defensively. Yeah. But they they, they're, they're just lacking a goal scoring. Whether Raul Jimenez can get back to his form and, and get back to that goal scoring, they did get rid of Adamo, who is an attacking player. I just had a question on TikTok for you. Uh, where did you get that Champions League trophy from? Uh, my girlfriend got it for me for Christmas from a store at the mall one day. I saw it. I was like, that's sick. But it's too expensive. And then Christmas time, I was like, what's this big box? Oh, Champions League trophy. Yeah. And don't Perfect. forget to use uh, code 90 minute for G Fuel, by the way, yeah, at baby. checkout. Code 90, 90 and the word minute. There now, you go. we talk about Arsenal. We talk about Brighton. We talk about Wolves, teams that have done well. Let's talk about a team that has... Done not so well. Leicester City. Yeah. Brendan Rodgers. I feel he might get the sack. Good. He got smacked up by, by Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. And he comes back to the Premier League. And it's not much better. Yeah. And, I mean, Leicester, yeah, they just... It hasn't been going for them. For a team that you think should be... They should be in that mix for fighting for fourth place. They there. want they want top four football. That is what Leicester City, the owners have paid for. They've brought players of quality in. They brought in a manager they thought could get top four. Yeah. They challenged, but they're just not close. They're not they're they're so far and off. And this season's just been it's been rough with injuries yeah. and it's lots of things haven't been working. Mm-hmm. They are sitting thirteenth in the Premier League. And of course it did come out, uh Yuri Tillemans did did uh reject the latest contract yeah. offer. Tillemans so. will be gone. I, I see a lot of players coming in and out of that club. Do you see James Madison staying? I don't. Depends on the offer that comes in. I think Mark Albright can move on. The back line, especially the two center backs. Have what indeed, happened to James Madison? He's been all right. I feel like he should be at the level of like Jack Grealish right now. Like with how much hype there was around him when he kind of first kind of burst onto the scene. I mean... I feel like he's. I think injuries play a ma- ma- massive part. Yeah. I mean, this season, so twenty-one I, matches I was played. Really, I really liked what I saw from him. Yeah, twenty-one matches played in the Premier League, six goals, three assists for Madison. So not record-breaking numbers by any move. But then again, you look at Jack Grealish since his move to City. He's done not much either. Cities. They haven't. He hasn't needed to. No, no he has. He doesn't have to carry a team like that. You know, it's yeah. it's Man City. They yeah. they don't really have players carrying them. They're such a well-built team, well-managed by Pep Guardiola. You don't. Like, you well, don't need one player the, the going court, absolutely yeah. insane. Ask yourself that: When has Manchester City ever been carried? You know, we we've seen United carried by Bruno, like with or when Solskjaer was there, but yeah. we've never really seen Man City ever be carried. No, that is a good point. I mean, Jack Grealish, a hundred million pound player, yeah. seventeen matches played, two goals, two assists. That's a very poor return, though. But stats aren't always like that, no, right? Like they. No. I don't know. Third assists always happen, right? Or second. But, uh, here's the hot I, I, I do think Brendan Rodgers though will not finish the season at Leicester. Okay. I don't. I don't think he will. I, Leicester need to challenge for top four. And and who goes to Leicester? 
there's there's managers out there. They'll find a way. They'll there's managers out there. Or Ernesto Valverde. <laughs> Okay. Ernesto Valverde. Um, but but if, 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 I, if, I'm, if I'm Lester, if I'm the owner's group there. Rafa. No. <laughs> if I'm the owner's group at Lester, though, I'm sitting there going, look at West Ham. Look how West Ham have built a squad and they're pushing for top four. Why is that not us? You can't. I mean, that was them. The it was them. Before, it was right? them. But this season just. You can't, you can't sack the 11 players. I think the, the team needs a bit of an overhaul. Players need to go. You need to bring more depth and more quality depth to actually challenge for rotational places and actually you know Casper Schmeichel if Casper Schmeichel mm. gets injured tomorrow fucking Danny Ward's their backup goalkeeper that's not good enough you know that's not good enough in the Premier League so they need to get players in that that squad they need a new manager Leicester City fire Brendan Rodgers get him out of there he's a snake fuck him wow okay we got big Ange everything's okay now <laughs> the world is back to normal even first very quickly talk yeah. about just mention how Bayern lost to VFL Bochum or how we pronounce yeah, that they German did. Uh, side. They they were four one <laughs> down at halftime actually. Of course, Robert Lewandowski scores the two goals for Bayern, but interesting. It's always it's always neat or funny when Bayern loses to these teams. Yeah, VFL Bochum. They they always lose to the most random teams. Now it makes me wonder: Is the Premier League starting to become a farmers league? No, don't say shit like this. Compared to the Bundesliga. I mean, Man City only have the two... The Bundesliga lo- is being won by the same team every year. Is Man City going to be that team for the Premier League now? Is anyone really going to challenge them? Liverpool are pushing. Not, not by much. Premier League. Two years Maybe ago? Two years ago. I mean, Bayern have four losses this season. City only have two. Which one is really the Farmers League now? It's not the Premier League. I'm sorry. It's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just get annoyed when people call the Bundesliga no, so, 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 so Bayern Munich staying top of the table there in Bundesliga. 52 points. Dortmund second on 43. That league's done. What, 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 about the, what about the Premier League? Isn't, do you think the Premier League's done? Well, I think City yes. will have I, one. I, I, I think City will win. Yeah. I, I don't see City dropping. They have to... Liverpool has to beat City at the et- Etihad, and you know, I, I, City has to lose, and I just don't see it happening. I give shit the Bundesliga for the point difference. Yes, Liverpool have two games in hand under City, City. But they also have to win those. Yeah. And like I said, one of their games is against City yeah. at the Etihad. Yeah. So, and that's so just... City, 25 games played, 63 points. Liverpool, 23 games played, 51 points. It is a gap. It is a solid gap. Um, if you go look at... If you just go through all the leagues. If you go through uh, La Liga, Real Madrid top of the table, 54 points. Sevilla second on 50. Sevilla's in a title race. Speaking of La Liga... Yep. I turned on my uh, TV today, and I turned. I thought it was Juventus playing, but instead it was Real Valladolid. Okay. I, I don't know how I mistaken their purple striped jerseys for Juventus's <laughs> kit. Maybe it was a quality. How, how long were you watching before you realized? Do you mean Real Valladolid? No, it was Real Valladolid versus Girona today. It wasn't. <laughs> what? They didn't play today. Oh, it was. Was it Valladolid? Viacoda played Osasuna. No, it's Real Valladolid. They played today against Girona. <laughs> well, I just go- it's not there. Is this even the fucking? Yeah, Maybe the the second league. Oh fuck it is. <laughs> it's not La Liga. I was what watching. What the hell were you watching? <laughs> second division Spanish football. I don't know. I just turned it on. It was on. Jesus Christ. I don't think, I didn't know they got real. Oh, I am clueless. Wow. Who, clueless. And you thought yes. it was Juventus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It was Polish TV. 
<laughs> so, because they had Polish commentators. Fair enough. Um, there was a big game happening in Italy today. It actually did happen today. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Napoli, Inter Milan, it ended in a 1-1 draw there. Big uh, result for the top of the table. Yeah. Lorenzo Insigne did score a penalty in the seventh minute before Enzeco tied it up in the 47th, meaning top of Serie A looks like Inter Milan on 54, Napoli second on 53, and you got AC Milan on third and 52. Actually, a good title that, That's race. actually, yeah, And you serious. know what? Juventus is still somewhat there. They're on 45. They're somewhat there. Somewhat. Should we, should we go into Champions League? Let's do Champions so League. So, we did Champions League predictions when the group stage finished, but that was, what, two months ago? Lots changed. Lots changed, and I think our predictions have changed. Now, Lucas, window it, happened. Everyone. Yeah. So, obviously, you know, we're not going to go too in-depth. We're just going to make some predictions. Give us your predictions as well for the Champions League. Yeah, we'd love to hear uh, or, you know, add us on Twitter, whatnot. Okay. But, Liam, let's go with you. Well, let's go through each one. Uh, let's start with the first match that will come up, the big game on Tuesday. Are we just doing the match, or are we doing the we'll leg? Do the, we'll do the leg. We'll do the leg. Yeah, okay. Okay. Go, so, the, the whole go, tie. Both go, games go. Okay. combined. Okay. okay. We'll do score predictions as well as winner, or do you want to just do winner? Do you want to do winner? Let's okay. not get too... So, yeah. the first one we will do is the big one. PSG versus Real Madrid. El Cachico. Real Madrid have looked okay recently. They've had a few shaky moments. Mm-hmm. PSG maybe finally starting to hit some of a form. Lionel Messi's not having a great time at PSG. No, but he does have a good history against Real Madrid. He does. Yeah. Will that play a factor? I don't think so, but who um, knows? I think when we did the first predictions, I said I PSG has the better squad, but, man, but, but Real Madrid has a better team that's how i said it. they have more of a team that you work together on this one so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with that i'm gonna choose real madrid to defeat psg i'm gonna go with psg mm-hmm. i just think they're very hungry to win it this a little, year a little messy magic maybe mbappe 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 you know, showing his debut at the bird pretty much so <laughs> pretty much you know what here's my bold prediction mm. i think messi will stay in spain <laughs> He's just going to find a way to go back to Barca. I'm, I'm not going back to France, man. I'm, I'm, I'm back in Spain. I'm I, going back I, to Barca. I, I can see him returning to Barca <laughs> in the summer. I really can. Greg? Um, I'm going to go Real Madrid. I think Real Madrid will take it. I think, I think it's going to be close. It's going to... Neymar versus Vinicius. There's or... a lot of good matchups yeah, in that game. That's, I mean, that's going to be a great tie. No matter what. Question. Na- like... Neymar isn't hurt, right? I don't think so. Okay, because he seems to always be injured when these big matches happen. He does. He does usually. It's, no matter what. One of those teams getting knocked out in the which round of 16, crazy. which is yeah. very early on. So, yeah. Uh, the other one on Tuesday is Sporting Club de Portugal versus Manchester City. It should be clean and simple city. I think we'll all predict Manchester City. I'm hoping for an upset. I'm hoping that, that Sporting can get a, a, a lucky goal and hold, hold no. on to something. I'm an FC Porto supporter now. Okay. Go Porto. I'm Porto, sorry. Porto's not playing in this one. I know. They should be. I know I should be supporting for Sporting because former United players. But the fact that Eustachio, Eustach, Eustach. is playing for Porto, I'm a Porto supporter. Eustach. So who, <laughs> so who are you predicting in this game? Man City. City. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. City is well great. I'm yeah, sorry if that was the worst Portuguese accent you may have heard. Eustach. Well, we've on to the Wednesday fixtures. I think both these are very exciting games, very interesting games. First one was Inter Milan versus Liverpool. 
top of the table Inter Milan versus a Liverpool team. <sighs> so, Does Inter Milan have what it takes to hold back Liverpool? Salah and Mane are back. Is Mane back for that? Oh, he's back. Don't worry. He had a, he had, he's having his party right now. He's coming back. Shout out to AFCON as well. Great after that party. an amazing party. Great Saturday. after party. They were all just like a bus. Yeah. <laughs> on the roof of a bus. Not a double-decker bus. Just a bus. Love it. Jesus. Love it. Um, but I'll, I'll go Liverpool. I don't know. Liverpool are very strong. Uh, I have uh, to go Liverpool as yeah, well. Yeah, it's sometimes tough, but... Um, I think Liverpool's firepower... And, you know, Virgil is, van Dijk is healthy, yeah. right? And I don't think they had him last Champions League, did they? I, I just think Liverpool's firepower is so yeah. much to handle. Like, I, I... Yeah, I have, to, I have to agree with Liverpool there. Yeah. It's... We're not, we're not the most analytical here, but it's mean, just easy to... Of course, Inter can... Yeah, there's not, there could always be an upset in the Champions League. Inter, we saw a couple last season. Right? Inter are a very good team, and I think Inter will challenge them. Yeah. I think Inter will push them, and they'll score a goal or two. It's just... It's good to see them in the knockout stages, Inter, yeah. though. Salah, we, we didn't see them last Mane, year. Jota, Luis Diaz now. Yeah. There's so many I have, to, I have to kind of agree with Lucas. So Lucas told me he hopes that Salah comes back with just anger after losing AFCON and he just goes out and just I mean, is he, an absolute beast. He came on for the last 30 minutes versus Leicester and he looked very good. He had that one shot that hit the, the corner of the crossbar in the post and man, that was... The curve on that shot was incredible. It was just wild. And and in all honesty, Mane this season hasn't been nope. top-notch. Maybe he did very good at AFCON. He comes back and is actually has his form yeah. going. He's in- and there's, there's, there's competition now. With Luis Diaz in the squad, who came in, he's looked very good so mm, far. Yeah. You have Jota, of course, Firmino. There's competition in that front three, and that and they have to fight for their spot. And most of their players are healthy. Like, yeah. RV Elliott's coming back, yep. and he's still looking really good. So, uh, The other one on the Wednesday is Salzburg versus Bayern Munich. Now, can Salzburg upset Bayern Munich? Yes. Well, Bayern Munich just lost 4-2. To Bochum. To Bochum. I don't, I don't know. VFL <laughs> Bochum. But... Will they? No. No, Bayern wasn't yeah. even rotating their squad in that no, game. No, it was a full, yeah. full Bayern team. <laughs> yeah. I don't see Bayern Munich losing this. I, 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 it's if very they hard. do, that's shocking. If Bayern yeah. Munich are pushed by Salzburg, alarm bells and questions are asked. But I don't see Salzburg having enough to push Bayern enough to, to, to overturn this, yeah, this it, tie. It's got to be Bayern Munich. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you look in the Austrian Bundesliga, Salzburg are top of the table, 48 points. They have scored 44 and conceded only 13. They are an okay team. I'm interested to see how that Are they okay yeah. or are they Bayern okay? You know, there's, there's a different level to this. Yeah. I feel like Bayern Champions League is just a different beast. It, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a machine. Yeah. It really is. Uh, we move on to Villarreal versus Juventus. Now, we made these predictions. I remember everyone was questioning Juventus. And they score the goals. Are they going to be able to 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 hold against Villarreal? I think three out of the four of us actually predicted Villarreal to go through. Mm-hmm. But now Juventus have a goal scorer. That's true. Valhalovic or the Halovic. Valhalovic. This is fucking Cthulhu. Fucking Sesame Street. Okay. <laughs> okay, Alma. Well, listen. Villarreal. They have a weird knack in European competitions of upsetting big boys. What, Europa League? Yeah, you. Fraudsters. Even though it was 28 penalties later, they still beat you. 
Does Villarreal have enough to upset Juventus here? Um, I want to say... I'm going to say, yeah. You're going to say Villarreal? Yeah, I'm going to say Villarreal. I'll go with Juventus. I think we're going to see a masterclass. I think it's going to be a very good game, though. I think it's going to be good. I'm going to say Villarreal goes through. A little bit of an upset. Because I think... I think Juventus are a much better team than what they were a month ago when we made those predictions. They're actually slowly getting their way back into the Serie A title contender list. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't... There's no good vibes. No good vibes. I have a weird feeling about yeah, Villarreal there. Yeah, yeah. Now, Canadian involved in this one, Wazinho. Chelsea versus Lille. Jonathan David. I think this one's going to be... Chelsea, they haven't been great. They haven't been great. They just won the club world cup. I don't know, it's tough. Yeah, but they have confidence. Lille. I've also been pretty shit. Lille have not been good at all. <laughs> they, they have Jonathan David. They, they're crowned jewel at the moment. They are not the same Lille that won the league last season. No. no. They lost players. League on Uber Eats, they are eighth. Jeez. 35 points, negative three goal difference. It's not pretty. They did just lose 5-1 to PSG. I, I have to go Chelsea. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, there's, I, I, there's no way. I'd to... go Chelsea, but Jonathan. I, I hope there's an upset. Jonathan Davis scores in both legs. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I'm going Chelsea. His debut as well. in England. Yeah. I don't think he's actually played many matches in England. I don't think though. he is ever. I don't think so. But yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll go with. I'll go. I'll. I'll go Chelsea. Jonathan Davis scoring both legs. Canadian things. Now, we're going back to Portugal. Oh, not FC Porto. They're not in the Benfica <laughs> versus Ajax. That's a great game. I'm interested to see how it's going to go. Yeah, I like it. I actually really am excited I actually have a chance of going through to the quarters, and so is Benfica, so it's always good to see uh, clubs from, you know, clubs from not necessarily top five leagues in the world. I think, yeah. I think Ajax, I think, I think majority of the people, not majority, but I go Ajax. I think most people will I, go Ajax yeah. just because of the name. I'm going to go Benfica. Ooh. I'm gonna go Benfica. I if I actually continue that Champions League form that they the Champions League form that they did in the group yes. stage was insane. Like they Ajax were and the Eredivisie are top of Sebastian Lerner. Uh, Best goal scorer in Europe. Jesus God! I just looked at their. Oh my God! Yeah, Ajax yeah. and the Eredivisie. Yeah, fifty-one points. They've scored sixty-four. Yeah, they've conceded five. Yeah, no, they've been insane. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, they're insane. So maybe it's Ajax Champions League contenders. Maybe? We look at we look at Benfica in Liga Portugal. They are third, uh, fifty points, fifty-eight goals scored, twenty conceded. Not bad, but they've goal? conceded five. I am going to goals does Sebastian Aller have in all competitions? I don't year? know, but bold prediction. Eight to Ajax and aggregate. <laughs> I don't care. They're, they're gonna slap him. Eight Sebastian two. Haller. Champions League he has ten goals. Eredivisie he has thirteen. He's he's done all right. That's West Ham. That's crazy. Yeah, he's done all right. <laughs> Sebastian Haller. This I'm is, going Ajax. This isn't even my final form. Imagine if I'm, go, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Benfica because I set up my chest. But uh, Ajax, I'm shocked by my five goals because he had all, all year. Fair enough to them. Uh, let's move on to the final one. Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United. Um, I'll be honest. I don't see you. You shouldn't. No, I, you shouldn't. I would, I'm typically very confident with United, but I think this has been the least confident I have been in, in the side just with everything that's been going on, you know, not only on the pitch, but off the pitch. and it's Maybe just, this is a good way of getting Ronaldo out of his slump that he's in, though. It's well, fucking Champions yeah. League Ronaldo, I mean, I mean, right? David De Gea said we're cursed. So, I, I, I don't I know. Don't, I, 
You never know. Ronaldo could just come out, of course, playing I, against Madrid. I, I don't see it happening. Going back to Madrid. If, if Manchester United can barely beat Middlesbrough, they didn't beat Middlesbrough. He lost. And lost. then <laughs> Drew Burnley. Yep. How do you expect to beat Atletico Madrid? Oh, you Atletico don't. Madrid That's why I'm saying Atletico Madrid. Yeah, yeah, but... he, how? Atletico Madrid have not been great, though. They got. This is true. They got embarrassed by Barcelona. But I still yeah. think they have the I, edge. I watched that first half against Barca, and I was like, holy shit, Danny Alves is the best player in the history of the world. <laughs> but, you know. Atletico <laughs> Madrid made him look that good. It was, it was, it was not a Diego Simeone Atletico Madrid. They were just exposed defensively. There was, there was no midfield control. It was, it was a very weird performance. Yeah. But does Manchester United have enough to beat Atletico Madrid? Yeah. They, they did on paper. They have a good team. If United play, but and actually perform to what you can, then yes, you guys can beat them. I think Diego Simeone is such a smart manager that he will know how to exploit that midfield Mm -hmm. and you know Harold Maguire. And Ragnick, I you know. But then again, other than maybe Joe Felix, they don't have an incredibly pacey attack. I, I don't think they need it to. They just have to outplay them. Yeah. Be tactically better. Yeah. So you're going to go? I'll go. Unfortunately, I have to go Atletico. I want to back them, but it's just hard right now. I'm going Atletico. Fuck it. Manchester United going through. Fuck it. Someone's going to pick these fraudsters because you know them. Look at them. 97th minute penalty to win the tie. And That's then, how it'll be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he'll take his shirt off. He'll go to Diego Serena and go, suck up my cojones, bitch. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. You just, you just know some bullshit. And then every walker. United support on Twitter, he is the GOAT. See, this is why he's the GOAT. He is the GOAT. You know, Leo Messi will, will not score against Real Madrid, and they'll be like, look at him. He's washed up. He can only Pessy. do it in La Liga. He's Pessy. He can only do it. He can't score in the Uber Eats League. He's a, he's a one-club a one hero. Football is just stupid sometimes. Football Twitter is stupid. They're like... The Messi-Ronaldo debate is something that is just... Come for it's, so long. It's so funny. But when you actually break it down, you're like, guys... It's so dumb. Just, they're two footballers. Just relax. Like, watch. Enjoy. Enjoy football. And any other... Uh, uh, is that it? Well, that's okay. Champions League. So thank you for... Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the Champions League prediction. You're Celtic side. Are they in any European competitions? We're in the Conference League. How do you expect they're them in the to Conference do? League qualifiers. We're in the qualifiers. We have a playoff game actually coming up on this Thursday against Bodo, Bodo Glimt from Norway. <laughs> nice. Uh, let, me, let me pull up. I want to say... I'm pretty sure it's Norway or is it Denmark? I'm pretty sure it's Norway. Let me pull them up. Uh, conference well, and league. then speaking of if we go back to Barcelona talking about Atletico Madrid Barcelona played Napoli in a qualifier yeah, for the comp- or the Europa League yeah. like that's a insane game started off Bodo Glimt is from Norway yes so I'm confident we've been playing very good but can Bodo- Celtic go on and win the conference league there's some okay teams we're there you have like Partizan, you got Marseille, Leicester City are in there, Fenerbahce, PSV. Yeah, like there's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams, and 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 I'm just happy we have European football after after January. That hasn't mm-hmm. happened for a long, long time. Yeah, albeit in a conference league, not Europa League, but our Europa League group is very tough, and we actually, I think we actually did well in our Europa League group. We are playing. Yeah, good. you were you were in a tough group. Honestly. We were in a tough group, but we were actually playing good football. We are top of the SPFL. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting our players back to full fitness, which is nice to see because we had a lot of injuries there for mm-hmm. like the December window. We brought in some good players. We have three new Japanese players, Ryo Hatate, who is God. 
But you know, it's, it's it's looking all right for us. Top of the table, 63 points, 57 goals scored, 15 against. <laughs> Rio Hatate is God. I never thought I'd ever Rio heard Hatate. of it. How old is he? I'll say 20. Let me see. Where's Rio? Rio, he's, he's classified as a defender on here. Rio Hatate is 24 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm bad. Great. But. Any other topics we want to cover in this podcast? Well, Canada is now ranked 33rd in the world in FIFA rankings. It's a bit high for me. For Canada? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's because they're above Scotland. No, but you tell me that Canada is the 30th best team in the world? 30 or 3rd. No, but is Belgium the best team in the world? Because no. they're ranked for... I mean, the FIFA rankings are bullshit. But one thing to note is that I think if Canada wins their next three games, that could really determine... Uh, their pot three, their yeah. pot three, which is important because they can get maybe an easier draw. Yeah. Um, I know some people were saying there's no way DR Congo qualifies for the World Cup because Morocco. DR yeah, Congo. You got, you got torn apart in the TikTok comments. DR Congo actually beat Morocco last time, I think, in 2017. So, and they've drawn once. So 2017, so, we're in 2022. It's true. Just <laughs> don't sleep on DR Congo. I'm just saying. They, they could cause an upset against Morocco. I mean, I think... Canada moving up in the favorable world rankings is needed. They're playing very, very well at the moment. It's just, do I think they're 33rd best in the world? Maybe not. Put them on the 40 mark, maybe. Probably down a couple spots. But I'm happy they're there. And I hope they do get pot three. And I hope that they get an okay World Cup draw. Because I'm going to say it. I think they are going to the World Cup. I'm confident they're going to the well, World Cup. They're, they're, going to the they're going to the World they're Cup. Go- they're basically. So, you know what? I'm going to talk as if they're at the World Cup. You know, they need a draw in three games. Yeah. Like they, so, and they're undefeated. Bro, bro, DR Congo has not conceded a goal since September. <laughs> okay, they beat Madagascar 2-0. The hissing cockroaches. Oh, shit. And then they lost to Madagascar. <laughs> Never mind then. Oh, they, fuck. I did concede. But then they, lo- they beat Tanzania 3-0. Great. So was that the time they conceded? So have they not conceded since then? Uh, then they beat Benin 2-0. <laughs> But then they lost to Bahrain. Just what do you mean they have? Oh shit! Never mind. They the only have... thing Bahrain has is a Grand Prix. <laughs> they have Yannick Bolasi and Cedric Bakambu. Yannick Bolasi is their best player. <laughs> so maybe DR Congo don't really have a chance against Morocco. Isn't Kayembe from DR Congo? I don't know. I thought Kayembe Bebe was uh, from DR Congo. Uh, I can check. They have Masaku. <laughs> Um, Anyways, back on Canada. Back on Canada. Now, I think they are going to go to the World yeah. Cup. And you know what I'm going to say and is, if they can get an okay draw, you never know. I'm just happy they're making it. Yeah, there. you, you mentioned you know, that. All the comments right? will say, "Oh, they're going to get smacked in the group." You don't know that. You don't. No, know we don't that. know the groups yet. And, and you know what? Yes, they might play against France and lose four nil. Who cares? I think they'll score a goal. Who cares if they lose against France? Kyle Lahren? Or Jonathan Davis? Yeah. Fonzie. Um, I was going to say. But, you know, but, just, just get there. You know, something that we've never uh, seen in our yeah. lifetime or even some of our parents' lifetimes, you know? And I, I think that game against Jamaica, it will be in Toronto. What? Yeah, I know there's rumors that it might be in Edmonton. The game against Jamaica will be in Toronto, so. The Brampton boys are going to come out and go, Ah-ah, Wagwans! I love it. The Brampton boys with their junior chickens from McDonald's going, ah-ah, Mikel Antonio, biggest dick in the Premier League. Oh, this guy. You know it. Uh-uh. Uh, anything we should else talk about? <sighs> What's going on in Gregory's world? 
Fulham's doing pretty good. Are you? Are you top of the table? Yeah. We're good. Like nine, we're like nine points. Okay, so well. good. Because you had... If Mitrovic has 31 league goals now. <laughs> so basically, he is your Adam Armstrong. Yes. Well, on that TikTok where I asked us uh, for questions, we only got three responses. It's okay. Vinny asked, uh, Barca versus Aleti. The opinions on it? I thought Barcelona were very good. Yeah. The fullbacks were very good. I mean, Jordi Alba scored a hell of a goal. Danny Alves had a great game and then got sent off, so hey-ho. <laughs> Dominico asked uh, Napoli. Well, they drew. That's all we can they say. They won't win. But Owen asked us, are there any upcoming video games that you're excited for? Yes, there is. I know Wazinho posted a TikTok about it already, so make sure you are following us on TikTok uh, as well as like Instagram and Twitter, all of our social medias. But links are in the description. Are you, are you guys video. excited for the new Super Mario Strikers? It looks good. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I don't think I've ever played the original. The original, I'm, it was great. Honestly, I, I didn't like the. Wii, I didn't like the the Wii version. Yeah, I heard that one was stinky. But this, the, and this be... one looks more like the original. Yeah, and and there's this... a lot more customization to it, yeah. and obviously this is on the Switch, right? Yeah, yeah, and I don't think you necessarily like Liam. I don't think you need to get a Switch. Um, I think you're able to kind of play like as a group here it has pro clubs yeah it has pro clubs in it <laughs> that's so sick is, it, is we, it wild how mario strikers are doing more advancing than fifa did for the last 10 years it kind of feels like it like yeah and there's also another uh football game that's coming out soon called i think you uh ulf or ufl U- ufl ufl and it's supposed to be more competitive based and there's a lot of funding from former football not well, i mean like really Lukaku and stuff. i mean i mean the 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 We've talked about the gaming landscape before because FIFA by EA Sports will not happen in 2023. Which is going to be weird. It will yeah, be I really don't know weird. how it's going to play out, yeah. So who will get like the most popular game? There will be a game where everyone goes to it. Well, I think the biggest football game. 2023. You mean like this, this, this year though? So yeah, so, like, it'll be weird. Are we going to get one more FIFA or no? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I are think, we getting we have, it? That's what we I'm have FIFA 22. I don't think we get FIFA 23. Well, it's actually it's going to be the same game. It's going to be the same game just without the word FIFA in it. Well, EA Sports will have their own game. Yeah, so UFL will have their own game. Yeah, there will be like FIFA. There's more get a different game. There's more competition, which is very good because EA has had such a monopoly, yes. and that's obviously been pretty you know. I hope nasty. I, I hope this UFL doesn't flop no i hope not I, it needs to come out and be actually good and challenge and it needs to be good because and then if, when, whenever fifa picks up because fifa will get their own game again the amount of revenue fifa makes from their game they will make so their new one. ufl is an upcoming free-to-play association football simulation video game developed by strikers da, da, da. uh it is set to release in 2022 i just hope it's not stinky yeah, yeah, and it has potential to be real. It, it's on the Unreal Engine, which is a very popular video game it, engine. So, um, I it just yeah. it needs to be good, and then we'll see what EA Sports comes out with. We'll see what FIFA comes up and with. There's always still there's Pez, like that's, uh, nothing. But like that, what I'm just saying is like there's a lot of different yeah. football games that be. Yeah, this is my thing is for our lifetime it's just been dominated oh. by fifa ea sports games this is interesting so all twitch all youtube so, has been yeah. that ufl apparently the game has partnered with fifa pro a worldwide representative organization with 65,000 pro footballers yeah so fifa pro is the licensing rights to the players yeah. names and appearances that's not fifa that, like itself no though. but as well as they've also partnered with something called instat a sports performance analysis company who will provide up to date statistics for each player mm-hmm. 
Um, and West Ham, Sporting, Shakhtar, Muchin Gladbach, Monaco, Besiktas, Celtic, and yeah. Rangers have been announced as some of the licensed club for UFL. So we UFL, were. they're going to try and make a statement and be competitive with FIFA. Now, I know some people are thinking, well, maybe 2K can get the rights to FIFA and make, but I heard 2K is not so, not very good. I know, like, good. NBA 2K is really popular. Yeah, and but like, they like, love their microtransactions. Like, they would milk it like EA yeah. does, but worse, I think. I think, like, NBA 2K, I think the I think the career mode storyline is a lot better than how yeah. FIFA does it. Man, fucking career mode pisses me off. Let me yeah. tell you. I think I could make such and, a good and game. And, by the way, UFL is supposed to be on Xbox One. Is it? Yeah, so you can play it. For free. But, like, I think I could make career mode so much better. Just give me a storyline. Give me the Alex Hunter storyline in career mode, where I'm actually a player and I'm actually living life. Like, it pissed me off. So, I, I tried to start the, like, a career mode as a player. I was like, okay, I want to do it, like, realistically. So, what I did was, I was a 17-year-old coming through Liverpool. I was, like, a 70-rated player. Okay. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'll, 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 I'll get loaned out to a lower league. What do I do? I overtake Stadio Mane as a starting left winger. I'm sorry? This man's 89 rated. I'm 71 rated. That's not real. And it's just... It's just... I don't... Oh, yeah. Ronaldo joined UFL. I just, I just want realism. I, why, can I, why am I not getting loaned out to, to Middlesbrough? Why am I not getting, you know... I don't get it. It's yeah, dumb. It's... I wonder, like, with all these clubs and footballers supporting UFL, it's kind of saying, yeah, we're kind of just sick of what EA has done. Well, because you two, I mean, maybe you more than Greg, you have the experience of, well, you think FIFA, you think Ultimate Team, you think online, you think the transactions. I don't. I think of career mode. So our perspective of, of, of FIFA EA Sports is different, right? Well, but- you know, Greg and I, we can agree, like, FIFA Ultimate Team is so pay to win now. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like I go into a game, and this dude's got fucking Team of the Year Mbappe, Team of the Year Messi. Yeah. How am I supposed to compete with that and, like, upgrade my team and get better? I mean, I don't really want to play squad battles. I want to play online. I want to play against other people, but I want to feel like I have a chance. With yeah, FIFA, you, you know, it's, 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 it sucks. And people say, oh, you can, you can trade and you do this and that, but, like, that requires so much time and effort. Well, because when you guys did the Road to Glory at the very beginning of FIFA 22... Yeah. I remember Matt like Rasta was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do trading," and he just never did. He said, "Well, what's the point of it?" Like I didn't, he didn't enjoy it, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's yeah. I am excited though to see how the gaming, the football gaming landscape changes. Um, I hope it does change a bit. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I, I think Super Mario Strikers might be interesting to see how many people actually play that. I I, th- I hope we can make content. It is cool that, that there's online and something yeah. like pro. It's really cool. We can do some fun cool. challenges with that. Maybe I also thought there was a was it a new Wii Sports coming yeah, out? There is. It yes, looks sick. we should we should try that. It looks Switch, so sick. Switch Sports. Yeah. So, so maybe cool. we'll turn into like a Nintendo channel. Let's... I just want to have. I think I think the big thing with the ninth minute is because we're struggling to get consistency with being together and upload and stuff like that. I think the biggest thing is we as a group want to just have fun when we record, whether it's playing or sitting here having a conversation, whatever we do, we just want to have fun with it and enjoy what we're doing and not be like, okay guys, we need to record for three hours and do this. It gets, it gets, it gets gets tiresome. What's nice about this uh, strikers game as well. It comes out in the summer. Okay. So we might have some more time to record stuff and maybe make out content with that game. Yeah. So I think it'd be great. I miss the Euros. I do, but we got the World Cup coming up. I'm very excited for the World Cup. I just hope it's not ridiculously early. Well, the first match is 3 a.m. So, but, yeah. Oh, that's the kickoff match, yeah. Yeah. 
I think the final is at 8 a.m. Yeah, so that's that's fine. We we've done the 8 a.m. Yeah. No, I mean it'll be something. I mean, especially because it's in the winter for us. It's a few 12 p.m. games. Like it's not terrible. There's a couple 3 a.m. games, but you don't have to watch every fucking 3 a.m. game. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's Canada, then it's like, oh, uh, yeah, that that's when it'll <laughs> yeah. suck. If Canada's a 3 a.m. game, I will have to be there. Uh, yeah. I will have yeah, to. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't go my entire life without watching Canada World Cup and go. You know what? I'm gonna sleep. In- <laughs> especially because there's literally only like three. The, games, the question like- is, do you stay up or do you? Or do you wake? Depends up? what comes on afterwards. Yeah, yeah. It depends if France Germany's up next. Like, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> well, what you, do, you go to sleep, then wake up ah, for it, and then you wait, and then you go. And keep it going. You just crash but like, afterwards. like the guys in the comments said, the Australians they have to wake up yeah. so early just for yeah, Premier League games, so Champions League, like Indonesia. I, I remember watching. I used to, I used to get Aussie Rules football on a channel on my TV. I would stay up to like one in the morning to watch it. It was great. <laughs> I would, I mean, I'd be sitting there going, "Fucking run!" <laughs> It's even like Formula One. Formula One's always ridiculous times in the morning, but eh. yeah, that's why I record it. It's not the same. Anyways, anything else? Are we gonna wrap this podcast? Up? Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. We... Um, obviously we're gonna be this podcast comes on Monday, but quickly, Liam, what's your Super Bowl prediction? Super Bowl prediction? Yeah, yeah, that's on Sunday. Of course, Wazinho's favorite team, the LA Rams. Although I've been kind of slightly influenced at work to maybe cheer for the Bengals. You can't switch like that. I, I don't want to. I'm going with the Rams. And I'm, I'm going... cheering for the Bengals. A lot of people seem to be cheering for the mauled Bengals. Very the good storylines around there. You're getting mauled by the time. Well, not even that, but for Harambe. For Harambe. Yeah, yeah. For Did Harambe. You Did you see that tweet? Oh. Yeah, I said if we win the Super Bowl, we're going to the, to the Cincinnati Zoo and we're celebrating for Harambe. Okay, then. No, but no, but I hope it's a good game. Yeah. I hope there's points scored because I find sometimes Super Bowls can be a bit <clears throat> defensive and a little bit boring. I'm going to predict... 21-13 for the Cincinnati Bengals. Can you give me a score? What was your score again? I said 21-13. I'll go 30-21 for the Rams. Okay. Is, is, is that the over? Uh, yeah, it would be over. Okay, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm going very bold. Gregory, give me something. Just give, me, give me something. I don't have a prediction. Give me a team at least then. Will Tupac Shakur show up as a hologram at the halftime show? No. No. And jam out with California Love with Dr. Dre, Snoop no. Dogg. Oh, it's going to be so sick. This halftime is going to be so lit, man. The show should be good, actually. Give <laughs> Dude, me a team to win uh, the Super Bowl. I'll say the Bengals win. All right, there we go. We have our Super Bowl predictions. Uh, but if you have enjoyed this podcast, whether on YouTube or the audio apps, thank you very much for listening to what we had to say. Leave a like on YouTube. Subscribe to our podcast channel if you haven't yet. They're on audio apps, leave a follow, share us, that kind of stuff. Help us get our podcast name out there. Yeah, we're trying to rebuild our audience because yeah, yeah. we definitely took that wild break. But Long we're, break. Maybe we're trying to yeah, come back. back. We're focusing on the podcast. We're focusing on content that we can enjoy to make and stuff like that. So, yeah, leave a like. Give us suggestions in the comments about what do you want us to talk about, what do you want to see from the channel itself. We always like to look at what you guys are commenting and saying. The three of us, from Brett, from Lucas, from Rasta as well. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. It's been yet another week Actually, in a beautiful game. Let's just give a quick shout out to uh, our friend Brendan Dunlop. Okay. He's working the Olympics. Big things at the Olympics. Shout yeah, out to yeah. you, Brendan. You're doing God's work, man. Have anyone watched any of the Olympics? I've watched. watched I, I know we're supposed to end this, but anything? I've watched. I'm not watching the curling. I'll be honest, bigger skating is fucking much.
I know Lucas has been watching a lot of the Olympics. This figure's gonna shit, man. I like watching like the bobsleigh and the luge. That's how I like to watch. Dude, I, I love watching these dudes and they're doing this fucking six spins and the dramatic music. I'm like, that's what I want to do, man. My kids give me a figure skater. Are they? I imagine Waz going around figure skating. Imagine him just. <laughs> it's so sick, man. I don't know how they do it. Practice. And skill. <laughs> Rhythm things. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye bye. Jamaica still do bobsled? Are they still good at that? Okay. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 